I'm Misty Winkler, and you're listening to the Simply Convivial Podcast. Do you feel like you're bad at time management? Like the day just gets away from you, you never do what you think you're going to do, and you don't know how to even get back on track. You are not alone. We are all working on this, and I have six tips that will help you get back on track and become a manager of your time. I've said it before, we really don't do time management because nothing we do changes time. Time keeps marching on, it's an ever-rolling stream, nothing we do actually changes the pace of time, but what we do can change how much we get done in the time that we have. We can't change how much time we have, and we can't change the pace, but we can change how we use the time. So that means there's not really time management, there is only self-control. But before we can have self-control and choose to do the right thing, we have to know what the right things are, and we have to be ready to do them when the time comes. That's what planning is for. And today we are going to talk about six different kinds of time that we can plan for, six different ways that we can use time well. I'm gonna share with you today a clip from a weekly member-only mentoring session. Every week inside Simply Convivial Continuing Education, We get together and talk about a topic or issue that matters in our lives as homemakers so that we can organize our attitude and organize our life. And time management is really both of those all at once. So in this mentoring session, we're going to talk about six different ways to use time so that all of the rest of our time can be well used. We can get the most out of it and best of all, be satisfied at the end of the day with what we chose to do. Let's dig in. So I'm really excited about today's topic because this is basically going to be the outline for the new course that is coming at the end of August. And it's actually six times. When I wrote this, I put five, but there are six modules. There are six different times that we are going to set up intentionally, deliberately uh, to practice both consistency in our work as well as um, rest, Uh, building in those times for rest and then taking it and Also, sometimes we can't rest well because we haven't worked well. Don't want to lose that. There we go. So, um, the so I'm going to introduce this as like first ever. You heard it here first. What we are going to learn in the upcoming course: restful routines. Yes. Right. Rest isn't just like for the leftovers or something you do after everything else is complete, because we all know it's it's never going to actually be complete. So we have to um, 
just set up those times where we use our time well. So it's restful routines, but really uh, the point of the course will be time management. I mean, we have work the plan, which is about setting up a planner and making a plan, which kind of includes your time. You know, we do time budget and that sort of thing. And so whatever is already covered in something like work the plan or streamline your homemaking or even sweep and smile and humble habits is not going to be covered in restful routines. Although there are definitely things that could have fit and things that work together really well. But I didn't want to, you know, go over anything again, but rather um, expand and touch on things that we haven't touched on yet. There's quite a bit for time management and setting up setting ourselves up for a good day and then using that day well that we haven't really touched on in any of the courses. So there's a little, there was a gap and we're going to fill that gap this year. Restful Routines is the brand new upcoming course that will open uh, the last week of August. And it'll be a six week course where every week we will learn about and set up and practice a new chunk of time in our day. And so through the six-week course, we will be learning about time management, which is really about self-management in order to work well and rest well. And we will see how those two things really pair together and go hand in hand. And that you can't really have one without the other. So restful routines, we will focus on the rest angle and the routines angle. And and the rest needs to be routine. It it needs to be regular and recurring. And you see there's going to be an R theme. And then the work itself is also good and something to put into a rhythm And it sets us up for resting well, and the rest sets us up for working well. They they go hand in hand. So there are six different times then that we are going to be putting into our day. And you know, if you've been around at all, that I do my best to not be prescriptive unless it really needs to be. You know, we focus on principles and applying things to our own life in a way that fits our own life right now, our own current situations, and not cutting and pasting someone else's schedule or routines or practices. So there are six different times that we are going to set up, but we're going to talk about them at the principal level and not at the, you know, by the end of this course, we're all going to have a little cookie cutter schedule. Mm-mm. It, it would be really easy. Oops, sorry. It would be really easy to set it up that way or to write about it that way, but that's not what we do here. We, we go back to principles and what's really important and what's foundational and universal, and then figure out what's that going to look like in our 
own life right now, not our own ideal life, not the way we wish our life was. And then we're going to work towards getting it there. But, you know, what our life really is right now and what can we do right now with the current situation to build in these times that we all need as people, uh, as people who've been given a calling to serve and to glorify God. That's a universal. And that means something in our days. And then we've also been called and created to rest, which comes down really to worshiping and enjoying God. Not about uh, just taking a break or giving into distraction. I think a lot of times we think that we are resting when we go into distraction mode, but then when we come out of that, we know that that's not really rest because we don't feel rested. So that's a clue that just giving into distraction. That's what the world tells us is rest or relaxation or recreation, but it really isn't. It misses the mark because we know that because it doesn't prepare us to uh, handle the rest of the day well. And, uh, you know, if you've hung around, been around for a while, you know, uh, I'm part of School A Sisters and Skole is another word for rest, really. It's the Greek word that's actually in English becomes school, which is seems antithetical to rest, but it's translated as leisure. So the Greek word skole is leisure, and it does not mean uh, distracted time or even time given to pleasure, but it means um, contemplation and connection with the bigger picture. We need rest that connects us to the bigger picture, that embraces our whole selves. And, um, you know, that bigger picture really is um, our spiritual lives and spiritual reality. It really comes down to worship. And I think that we can see that in... Um, the Westminster Catechism, the very first question and answer, which is, what is the chief end of man? Man's chief end is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. And we know that in whatever we do, we can glorify God. Scripture tells us to do that. So we can, that means that we can. Um, even though we're never going to do that perfectly, that's what we're trying to do. And so that is wrapped up in our work that we whatever we're doing in our day, our routines should be um, honoring and glorifying God. But then that enjoying God piece is skole, it's true leisure, it's true rest, where rest is not a a self-centered time or a distraction time. It is a time to set aside the work and the agenda and the stress in order to remember our place in the bigger picture and to remember what it's all about. That really in the end, enjoying God is what we're going to be doing in heaven. And so we take time to practice 
that and that puts us in perspective. So the even the point of rest itself is not to work better. And that's another worldly approach where the whole reason why you have a vacation or a break is so that you can come back to your work rested. So so rest is only useful because it allows us to work better and work is really the center thing. When it's kind of the other way around and we see that in the creation narrative where you where God works and then he rests. The the rest is the fruit that comes after the work. So it is true that we know that it's not really rest when we can't, when we don't re-enter our work rested. And yet that that doesn't mean that the goal or the point or the reason for rest is so that we work better. It It's flipped in the other way. And it is going to be rest that is ultimate. Uh, heaven is pictured as the heavenly rest. It's the rest that Jesus has purchased for us. So, so rest is more of the ultimate point than work. But we're put here in this world and given callings and given jobs and given good works to walk in. And so we do need to work also. And, and we have, we have both of them. Yes, you work and then you can rest in your work. We can step into that and experience in a small way because we were created in God's image. We kind of mirror back that where God created the world and then rested. And, and yet we're fallen, we're sinful. We can't mimic that perfectly or completely or, you know, correctly all the time or anytime it even feels like we're, we do it a little bit, it's incomplete. And then rest is this, you know, hugely meaningful and significant concept throughout scripture, Old and New Testaments. And um, it's easy to miss sometimes because, you know, maybe we just get distracted by the ceremonial law aspect with the Sabbath in the Old Testament, but we can see it as significantly in the shift in the New Testament, in the New Covenant, in the church to the day of rest being the first day rather than the seventh day. So we have the set, the days of creation, God works, and then he rests. And then in, in the new covenant, that's flipped. And we have a day of worship and we rest and we worship first and then work because the rest has, has been purchased. So we don't earn our rest. We aren't getting rest because we deserve it or have earned it or have done all the right things to get it. Uh, Jesus did that and then gives it to us. And so we rest and worship 
And then we live out in light of that rest and worship. And we take it, we take that out with us through the rest of the week. So um, that's the big picture and the principles that we're going to be um, meditating on and drawing out and applying to our lives and our thinking as we work through some very practical six times that we build into our day. So let's dig into those. We're going to set up these times. A start time. And yeah, it's like getting up in the morning. <laughs> there is this, uh, you know, there's theology and philosophy and big ideas uh, that that do inform our practices and that we do need to think about and work out in our lives. But then there also are those nitty gritties that, and they are connected. And so um, they do go together. There's a start time, time to get up in the morning. Um, We're going, we're going to pick a time to get up in the morning and then recharge time a stop time. So that goes along with that start time. If you have a start time, you need a stop time. A reset time. A sprint time. And a rest time. So they, I, I couldn't make them all the same letter. So they're alternating S's and R's. <laughs> uh, so starting is about, uh, we're going to talk about being realistic and not trying to live out our ideal, but being realistic with that start time and being consistent and working on self-control there with our start time. Recharge time is going to be time to unplug, to put the phone away. Uh, you know, when in your day will you build in the habit of unplugging from the technology, from screens, so that you can connect to the actual present reality around you? And that you could be doing, you know, that, that can be worked out in all kinds of different ways. It, that could be choosing to put away your phone um, after dinner for the evening, or it could mean during your school hours, if you're homeschooling, or it could mean, you know, there are all kinds of places where you could implement that in your life. And I'm not going to be prescribing, like do this, but we're going to be talking about these ideas where we should have some time where we are not in front of screens in the day. I was like, yeah, <laughs> we know that. And so we're going to figure out small steps and small ways that we can do that. Then a stop time, you know, actually going to bed at a reasonable hour. And I know just the the draw and the temptation to stay up late because it's quiet is real. But we need to think about the whole picture and not just that in the moment self that wants to indulge in late night time, but to think about the whole picture. And what does that mean for the day tomorrow? 
you know, what is, what are you really using that time for? And is that the best use of your time? What is a reasonable bedtime? And can we make that a habit? So that those are the things that we're going to talk about for a stop time. Uh, and with start and stop times, we're not going to try to turn night owls into morning people. Um, there's going to be none of that. We're all going to choose reasonable expectations. There are principles that apply, whether you're a morning person or a night person. And that's that's the level at which we're going to be talking about as we each make our own personal applications of these things. Then we're going to have a reset time. And this is not like a scheduled block on your calendar, but reset. This is like ways that we can push the reset buttons on our attitudes. So they are times. It does take time, but it, we're, ta- we're talking like 30 seconds, two minutes, under five minutes, different little things where we can hit pause and hit that reset button and take that time. 30 seconds is well worth it to um, de-escalate our own emotions and our own responses to other people. So we're going to work out some 30-second, two-minute, five-minute resets that we can build in. And, and so those are strategies. Those are times that we can reach for that are realistic and workable in real life to hit the reset on our attitudes and our responses throughout the day. And then sprint time is um, work time. So that's taking care of business and actually paying attention to what we need to be doing and doing it without getting distracted. So we're sprinting because we're paying attention to the work that needs to be done and we're doing that. Our focus is where it ought to be and we aren't scattered. So it's it's sprint as opposed to scattershot. And we are going to set aside time or a to-do list. We're going to have time every day to sprint, to pay attention to the work at hand and do it without distraction. And yes, the children are still around and the phone might still ring. Like there are external distractions that might still interruptions. And it's not like we are worried about containing those as much as we are um, breaking the habit of being scattered in our own internal attention and letting ourselves get started here. And before we start getting momentum and making progress, we, we like switch and go do something else over here. And we end up um, feeling overwhelmed and, and kind of being able to think that, oh, I've been so busy without getting anything done when that's really just this internal issue of attention. So sprint time is going to be about attention. Um, and then rest. 
And so rest is the final time that we are going to set up. And um, we're going to talk there about actual um, Sabbath scolay rest. And that's going to boil down to corporate worship on Sunday morning being the most essential piece. And we like to think that the rest that we need is uh, individual and like quiet time, devotion time, this ideal candlelit, peaceful, perfectly alone time. When what the Bible says that we need is corporate worship. So even if you're an introvert, the rest time that we need, even as introverts, is corporate with the body and worship. And we need to go with that because the one who created us uh, knows better than we do what we need. So we're going to make sure that we have that piece in place as well as time to uh, read our Bibles and pray uh, daily. So there's a weekly piece, which can't be neglected. And then there is the regular habits of um, prayer and Bible reading. So um, that's actual rest. So I'm so excited. Um, I think these are I think we're going to have some great conversations and insights. And I think applying these principles and paying attention to them in our days is going to make a big difference because it, it feels like, you know, we just need to put together the perfect schedule where this follows, this follows, this and that's what we tend to think of or go to for answers about routines or time management when it's really about our attention and our goals and what really that big picture is. And that's what we're going to focus on in restful routines. So are you on board? Do you want to set up these six times in your own life? so that you can end the day satisfied with the way that you spent the time you were given, so that you can escape the boom and bust cycle, so that you can end the frustration of days that don't go the way we wanted them to go, and also the overwhelm that comes from having too much on our plate while we are simultaneously distracted, scattered, and unfocused. If you want to dig into time management that really boils down to self-control, if you want to organize your attitude so you can organize your life, then I have a special announcement you will love. In August, August 28th, I am opening a brand new course inside Simply Convivial Continuing Education. It's called Restful routines. And it is going to be our time management course inside continuing education. We're going to spend one week building each of these kind of times into our day, and we're going to practice them 
together in community. We're going to come together at the end of the week and report about how it went and learn to iterate. To iterate means to keep learning and adjusting and continuing to learn and grow. Too often, we let perfectionism keep us from even starting. Perfectionism tells us that we have to have it all figured out before we begin, that we have to have the plan, the system, and we have to know where it's going to take us in the end. That's a recipe for never getting started. Instead, we can take one small step in the direction we know we need to go. Then we can look back, learn from our mistakes, and make smart changes so that next time we can do better. And that's how we get farther and make true progress while maintaining a cheerful attitude, while not getting bogged down in stress or overwhelm or frustration. So if that's the approach to time management and self-control that you would like, then enroll in Simply Convivial Continuing Education. This brand new course is included with everything else inside. And for the first six weeks that we are having this course available, there is going to be extra support, extra accountability, extra encouragement, extra cheerleading, keeping you on the course, applying the material, and learning for yourself how to make these changes in your own life, in your own way. If that sounds like something you need, then go to simplyconvivial.com and click the green enroll button up in the corner. You can enroll for one month, three months, a year, whatever time you think you need to commit to making these changes in your life that will have lasting effect in your life. We would love to have you. Go to simplyconvivial.com and click the green enroll button today and join us for Restful Routines, which begins August 28th. And that's it for today's episode. It is super common to feel like you don't make the most of your days, but that's not a great way to live. Resist both the vague guilt and the apathy that inertia brings. Starting is often the hardest part, but once you're going, then momentum builds. I'm so excited to announce a brand new course to be unveiled inside Simply Convivial Continuing Education on August 21st called Restful Routines. It's going to be our time management jumpstart because when we know how we're spending our time, And when we know we are carving time out for the important things, then we're able to freely, truly rest, mentally and emotionally and spiritually, as well as physically. Sometimes to rest well, we have to work well first. And every time we need to know when it's time not to work and actually rest. I'm so excited to share restful routines with you. It will be included in your enrollment in Simply Convivial Continuing Education. Just one more perk and way we're here to support you and build you up in your role as a home manager. If you're not enrolled, you can do that quickly and easily today by heading to simplyconvivial.com and clicking the green enroll button. 
We'll begin working through restful routines together as a community with extra support, live troubleshooting videos, and active accountability on August 28th. So head on over today and enroll so you don't miss that. With our time, as with everything, we will repent, rejoice, repeat. Repeat.